So we're in. Hello. How you doing, mate? I'm alright, you? Can't complain. It's a change. Who the fuck would listen? Because apparently nobody. No. Um, so, today I'm going to talk about um, parents and parenting. Yeah. Something I excel at. Obviously. Yep. Parenting. I don't know why I said obviously like, because it's not no, as well, if you've got some fucked up kids that are like, no, no. causing havoc. No, I've got good kids. Well yeah. behaved kids. Good. Yeah. Well, that's that then. Yeah. Parenting <laughs> over. They do as they're told. Good. Um, oh, rude of me. I haven't offered you a drink. Yeah, go on then. Oh. What are you having? Oh, I've got a bottle of wine I'm going to open. Oh, you're opening my Yeah, fucking sophisticated, oh, I have. I love a cider of mine. Cider, yeah. Geese. Yeah, so. Um, <coughs> parenting, what was it? Because obviously you've mentioned before, I don't know, once or twice maybe, about the age difference. Between me and you, it's vast. Vast. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got kids that are different ages. Yeah. So you've been where I, I am now and all that shit. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Right, it's not as bad. See, <laughs> that's my, not, my big thing with parenting as a whole is that people do love to milk it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Nothing before I had kids, and now that I've got them, yeah. My outlook, my view on it, every nothing's changed. Right. But a lot of people go, "Oh, you don't understand until you have kids," which I don't understand. That I think it's bigged up a bit too much. What's what's your uh, view on that? I think it is for men, because we don't have to change a great deal. Yeah. Do we? Whereas women have to change. Yeah. Majority of women, sorry, because some don't. And, yeah, uh, those kids end up a certain way, but generally, I think <coughs> men. We, well, yeah, we, we still get to we, work as normal, don't we? Yeah, we still yeah. get to. It's the mother's life that pretty, gets disrupted. It is, yeah. The majority, yeah, yeah. So that's why it probably don't get you. You say well, it I think gets well, more, up. more and more these days. It's it's kind of getting to a fifty-fifty. Is it men, men can still have, not. Men can have paternity leave, and women can go back to work. Yeah, two weeks. No, they can have it instead of the woman. I think now. Huh? So instead of the woman having ten months off, she drops the kid as a day to rest because you know no one's expecting her to go back the next day. If that's the regulation, and then the, the dad can have the leave. I'm pretty sure they don't get like ten months pay. I think a lot of it depends on the company. Why? Why wouldn't they? Because you get statutory. Because the... well, what if the if the woman's not having it, the mother's not going to have the time. Right. So then the father's eligible for that to to I'm spend not... that time with the child. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, is that not a law? I, I don't know. Oh, to be honest, so I'm just I'm just I'm, the equality in the sexes. You'd think that I'm just disagreeing. With you. Hang on a minute. You'd think that it would. It's, it's not just. It's not just about. Oh, can shit, we not try something else while we're uh, Doctor Phil? <laughs> Doctor Phil, this is the problem when you leave other people to mess with your iPad. You get Doctor Phil on it. Mm-hmm. Um, where was you? You saying? Oh no, but the thing is, it's not just about the woman staying at home looking after the child. A woman's body's got to recover. They don't She's literally don't pushed they all the take fucking different human. Times, don't they? Yeah, I know, but you've got to, you can't go like, all oh, right, Friday afternoon you've uh, no, I'm you've not had your baby. You've got to get back Monday, but you're going to be in on time Monday. Or you're going to come in. No, an hour I'm saying there's a choice now. Right. Okay. Well, women, women can say, "Fuck this! I'm not having ten months off maternity leave. I want I want to go back to work." It, it, so they'd have like the you know, let the sti- let the stitches settle, let everything else you know go back to where it needs to be. And your then, your understanding of the human body is fucking amazing. Well, I've never had a baby, so I don't know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, like that's my whole point. Jess was up and about, running around. Yeah, but she was... Um, paternity leave rules. Pretty sure the man can have it. Yeah, but like Jess is young, was younger, wasn't she? Like, when when, now, when yeah. you met her, when you first met her, she was 12? You were 26? No, no, she's <laughs> older than me. <laughs> So um, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, obviously, it all depends on the physicality of that woman. And, you know, some women struggle when they. Yeah, but all I was saying was that the men can have the timer. Yeah, but because you straight away again jump fucking. Yeah. It's hard for the woman. It's it's At- always hard for the woman, isn't it? Of course, always. it is. Always. Um, anyway, so oh, it's carried on recording, which is uh, useful apart from there's a big blank space. Anyway, yeah, so, um, where was I? Yeah, so... So your mum and dad's bedroom is in the back. In the back. Um, I'm up at my auntie's house. She's obviously ripping into me about something, so I'm yeah. a prick of a kid. 
Um, my cousin John probably just started school then. I was about three. He was a year above me. Um, so my auntie's fucking giving it one of her fucking foghorn leghorns. Like, yeah. fucking shouting like she did. Um, next thing, my dad just goes stomping out. You, you know yourself, you've done nights. Have mm. you ever done nights? Yeah. Yeah, and it's fucking horrendous, isn't it? Mm. Right? And when people wake you up, there's no going back to sleep, is no, it? It's, it's, it's fucking awful. So he walks out there, bang on the door. My auntie's like, what? Like this. My dad's like, fucking mean what? Like, yeah. the fuck? You know, I can hear you shouting from down there. You can hear me fucking shouting from down there. You better take him to the fucking doctors because he can't hear a fucking word I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, so that was like, that's the sort of kid I was. Yeah. No, but we, we had, I spoke the other day about getting the youngest um, a hearing test. Because you'll say something to her two or three times and then she don't do it. And you say, and she goes, what? All kids from about three and you're till... And like, fuck you. Because she's had her ears tested no, at school. From the age of three to about eight, they're fucking stone deaf. they got to be. Every kid. Not, there's not a single kid I yeah. know. Actually, tell, yeah, no. That from the age of like three to eight, yeah. you're not saying it about six or seven times. And literally looking them in the face going, yeah. did you hear what I said to you? And they're like, yeah. Like, fucking answer Do you know me. what is the most frustrating? Th- I mean, I've, I've touched on, kids. you know, dropping the kid. Whoa. <laughs> The topic of kids, yeah, like going to do the school runs and that sort yeah, of yeah. thing morning afternoon, and it's it is it is terrible. I don't think you really understand it until you have to do it two days in a row. If you just if you're just a dad or oh, or whatever, off, yeah, and you yeah. pick pick them up on a Friday afternoon or you you drop yeah. them off once, if you've got to drop them and pick them up in the same day, two days in a row. And you see them same faces that are like... And you get that nod of somebody of recognition. Like, yeah, like they saw you here yesterday. Yeah. Fuck you, don't start, <laughs> don't start yeah. a thing now. Yeah. But, but the we, thing I'm getting... no club bitch. Yeah, the thing I'm getting to with this is the, the kids, like you said, they're all probably deaf. But I want to walk over to the parents sometimes and go, listen, that's not working, is it? Just a screaming Callum, right, isn't working. So go over and get the cunt. And fucking take him to where you need him to be. But start, I don't, you know, calling their names, shouting, stop it, stop. Like, go and do it. Go and get them by their hand and take them away from what they're doing instead of like, making 50 other fucking adults listen to your stupid voice. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. That's all it sounds like. Yeah. Come at the back. That's the thing. Now. And I, I agree, you shouldn't be able to hit kids nowadays. But well, no, see, I was going, I was going to bring that next. I'm a bit, I'm not saying you should hit them by any means, but I don't think now, right, all the, the kids have got all the power. Years ago, the parents had it all. There needs to be probably like a bit of a middle ground, but not where you you got to be like, oh, I've, I've smacked my kid's bum. Oh, he's told the teacher. Social services, the police are there. Jesus Christ. Like, it's like escalates a bit too quick than it for me. You say you I can't get, smack I, your child. Like I'm not on about fucking, you know, putting a putting a, yeah, a, a right hook on the end of their Bear in mind, you look at the laws on putting your hands on other people. Yeah. I mean, you can't... Like, you, not that you if should, you grab somebody by the arm, it's, a, it's assault. Spitting at somebody's assault by yeah. beating. Yeah. Now, so I don't understand you, that. I mean, and and a, also being um, verbally threatening yeah. is, is assault. Yeah. So, people, you're doing that to your kids. Like you, you, you're pulling your kids away from stuff. But, but we, also, but is, do you agree though that me saying to you, you fat fuck, this, is assault? Come on, be realistic. That is assault on my fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm offended. Yeah, cry while you're eating your peanuts. Tubby. Yeah, oh, right, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not. Is it like there's? I know. I understand no. what people say, like assault. But you've got to, you got to be fuck, be smart, people. It's not about, you know. People fucking punching their kid, dislocating arms, kicking them down the stairs, fucking holding their heads underwater. That's wrong. We all know that. Is that but what it, the charges you had against? Yeah. <laughs> but if somebody, if somebody just, you know, I don't know, just smacked smacked him on the bum and goes, "Stop it!" Right? Is that the same as for me? No. He doesn't teach anything. But I'm not saying you need to do that. I'm just saying I, I think when you say that kind, look, like, kids now at school. I'm not saying they haven't always been. But for me, kids are more cunty at school now than they was when the cane was about. And and anybody can they can say whatever they want about. I'm not I'm not saying I agree no, I get, with it. I get that. But they yeah. they teachers can't touch them now, and and they know that. And so what's the incentive? They can just go fucking. Yeah, but I, I grew up with a generation of lads that would fight in a drop of a hat. Yeah. And I've got no doubt that when you look back, it's because they were all hit as kids. So I was smacked as a kid. Mm. Um. You know, all my friends were smacked as kids, 
and we were the sort of kids that would fucking fight at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And that carry that comes into your adult life and it doesn't stop and it's just bullshit. Because mm. it's just you end up fighting as an adult and it's just like. But, but whereas, how do you know but, that's that reason though? Well, because there's I'd imagine there's a lot of like, people kids, that have been kids, smacked. Kids and, learn what they talk. Well, yeah, yeah but there's there's two types. There's two, Bill there's, Gates' parents could have smacked him. Yeah, there's two types in there. So there's those that there's those that react in a way of. Oh, well, like, I that do was that. done to me. I'm going to be an arsehole. No, like, it's like it's, it's not. You don't think about it like that. You no, think, I know. It's, I know. But you're like, yeah, I'm ready to fight. Yeah, because I'm not letting anyone hit me. I'm. Yeah, it's it's then like if your parents ones. smoke and drink, you're probably yeah. more likely to smoke. And, and there's the other ones that become submissive, and that's yeah. But the flip side of that is, like, I'm not a smoker. My mum was a heavy smoker, and it's just like, ugh, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. So there's the, you. You either do the opposite or the exact same thing. So yeah. as a kid, if you're being whacked all the time. You're going to be like, I ain't fucking anyone wax me. I'm, I'm, yeah. I've got the power now. I can fucking yeah. fight back. Or you're going to be like submissive, like, oh please don't hit me, please don't hit yeah. me, and you're trying to avoid the city, yeah, confrontation, all that, all that shit. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, like you say about kids being cunty at school nowadays, yeah. because they've never been challenged, they've yeah. never been shown that somebody there is somebody that will fuck you up. Yeah. But you know the other thing though as well, which yeah. I've experienced a lot, and you might have done this as well. For, there's a there's a line right when people fuck with your kids, aren't there? Obviously, when I mean when I say fuck with your kids, I'm on about you got parents now that are for me all over the place. They're, they're a majority now for me. The kids come out, they've got a you know been in trouble, they've got a detention, they've done something wrong. But I see it all the time. I've seen it all. The time. These parents are strapped. Why have you give my kid? Well, hang on, step back, fat. Fatty and fucking look at your cunt kid and how you behave yourself in public and how you've just walked over to the teacher and that's why <laughs> and it like don't uh, why have you and it ain't doing detention come on you not that sort of bullshit whereas before oh, yeah, it'd be like what's he done right it, it, I'll I'll have a word of him when he gets home and that and and you do detention or now it's like you can't you can't say anything to kids see that's one of the things... can't have a detention they can't be in trouble they're they're, they're so defensive of their kids now and that's a that's a generation yeah. thing millennial thing probably but see that's one of the things we do with our kids and that's what we're teaching them <coughs> is like what are the consequences to your actions so mm. I got detention like our kids don't get them but. Like the things that have happened in school before, you'd be like, right. So what did you do? Well, so and so said this, and you're like straight away. You know, there's a little bit of you miss out. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make sense. So tell me exactly what happened. Walk me through it, and then they're like, uh, and you're like, right. So that's where you fucked up. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it's them thinking, oh yeah. So it's like, right. So you do, you do your detention. That's it. Yeah. You've done it. Done your crime. Done your time. Fucking yeah. get over it. You know what I mean? That's like, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I want my kids never to be in trouble. No, but if the flip, they're in trouble, but just own up to yeah, it. And, and the they're... flip side of that is if the if the kids have done something, come home and say that, and they they literally are adamant that this is what they've done, hmm. I will then go to school and say, right, this is what the situation was. And there's certain situations where I've said to my kids, and I've I've said it on here before about like you know you get challenged by the police or challenged by some sort of authority. If there's injustice in that fucking fight back yeah do not allow yourself to be fucking pushed into this corner where you're not allowed to fight back because resistance is why certain things have changed over the years putting resistance against the bullshit and bullshit happens in every walk of life yeah but you got things like um obviously mobile phones in school well we had um you know early on but it's mobile phones are a thing every kid has now and it's secondary school and and the, the phones we had were text phones yeah you couldn't sit and watch youtube in a in a lesson because that weren't on phones and all that sort of stuff because somebody are allowed to do it now what they're allowed to watch youtube on the phones no, in class sometimes they're allowed to use their phones in, so say they finish their work and there's 10 minutes left teacher will be like i'll get your phones out what you get your fucking phone out there's 10 That's minutes weird, left learn for 10 minutes yeah do something extra yeah. what the fuck so that's another thing. That's just bad teaching. Yeah, I was going to say that teacher's probably a millennial piece of shit. Yeah. Um. But going back to um, like my parents. So my dad was, my dad's always been, um, my dad's quite eccentric. So if you if you look at his background growing up, yeah, um, you know, born on a council estate, um, then moved to a because my granddad won the pools in a syndicate so the pools for those of you that don't know is um 
when he used to do the football score yeah. as well. And he used to do syndicates. And I think he won, I think, was it £1,600? But this was in like 1950-something. Yeah. Maybe in 50s. My dad was 48. To probably late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. He, won, he won like £1,600. Bought a house that was worth 900 quid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was like so it was fucking good money back then. So he moved into an area, and it was only like a three bed semi detached. Um, you know, so that you, makes me sad when you say about the house being nine hundred pound. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And we've had that conversation. Now it's gone fucking, from. I'm never going to buy a house. Right? No, but you know, like my granddad's salary was probably six hundred pound a year, mm. and he's he buys a house for nine hundred pound. Whereas now the average salary twenty five grand. Can't buy a house. The house is two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck? So anyway, um. You know, then my dad was an amateur boxer. Yeah. Good one, fought in the ABAs. Um, done engineering apprenticeship. Was in the Merchant Navy. Travelled around the world. Became a copper. So you'd think, bit of a geezer. He's eccentric. Yeah. Well, you've met more of man, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like... Lovely bloke. Nothing like yeah. you. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not anything like me. But yeah, he is a lovely bloke. And he's... But he was never... Like... He, he, I think he would give me a slap like two or three times and each time it was um, you always knew it was like the worst thing so where we lived um, our first house was this little old miner's cottage two bedroom like little fucking tiny shit and we moved to a nicer house and then he used to stand in the doorway and be like get in this house so you'd be out in the street loads of kids in our street and generally, I was the one out there fighting and yeah. fucking doing something stupid. <laughs> and if you if he was stood in the doorway, and he'd be like, "Get in this house." And we had like this long hallway, so I used to think like, "Fuck!" Like you could take a good run and try and get down the hallway. He's gonna be. And he just his hand would follow you and be like slapped straight on the ass, and you fucking fly down the hallway. But um, like that was very rare. Yeah. Whereas my mum was one of them. He'd be like, "What?" No, but with every like every syllable was yeah. a slap, like. Um, but yeah, what about weapons? Was... Did your mum have weapons of choice? Mate, the funniest one, right? Um, so, like I said, I was an asshole as a kid. And there was a mate of ours that lived on our street, um, a kid called Lee. And um, he's watched a few of these. He's been yeah. in, we've, we've had yeah. a chat recently. Shout out, Lee. Yeah. Um, I think he was over our ice this one night. Because um, their family, we, we was always together. Like They lived just across the road from us. It was him and his sister. Yeah. His mum and dad. Um, his, his dad was in Saudi Arabia working when British Aerospace had a big place over there, sort of thing. I thought he was about to say in prison then. I thought that was just going to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shouting him out and now you're telling me his dad's in Nick. Yeah. Fucking live um, But yeah, they used to be over our house all the time. And his, yeah. his mum was one of them, anti-calf. Yeah. But um, I think me and my brother had been dicks one day and he was he was playing with one of his toys in our house and it's just like, you're in our house, give us, give us the fucking toy to play with. Yeah. Like, Anyway, he ends up fucking running out the house. Next thing, about... Like, everyone there has to go out and find him, right? Next thing, a fucking riot van comes down the road. About an hour and a half, two hours later, with him in it, where he's fucking ran away. <laughs> the police station. The fuck, these coppers have brought him back. he's taking his tie off him? Well, because we were being pricks. It was his. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I was about nine... Oh, I thought it was a bit younger. My brother, so that means my brother, he was about 13. He was in between me and my brother, so he was about 11. Um, yeah, so me and my brother just being cocks. He's yeah. fucking done a runner. Of course, my mum's then fucking raging. Yeah. <laughs> right? So um, me and my brother had these bunk beds at the time. I don't know why we had a three-bedroom house. It was like, we are fucking in together sort of thing. But um, they had a dungeon in the other room. Probably. Fucking weird sex chamber. <laughs> so the police walk him in because they're still at our house and like, because my dad was a copper and it was like, oh, the, oh yeah. yeah, you find him, cheers. And it was like, I think it was embarrassment for my mum, mm. right, that the police had brought this kid back and his mum was in our house and we were so close because yeah. we like went on holiday with him. I remember. Um, oh, was his mum there as well when he ran away? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought he was like no. having a sleepover. No, he'd lost someone else's No, kid. his mum and my mum were like in the back room smoking, drinking, chatting, oh, yeah, all yeah. that shit. Like that's what you should do every night. They'd come, like she'd come yeah. over, or my mum would go over there, whatever. Um, 
so yeah, she was in our age. So, so of course, it's that embarrassment thing, isn't it? So my mum's like, fuck. So, Sorry, just quickly. Yeah. Do you know what the funniest part of this story, right. story is? That you didn't... So you've tried to take his toy. Yeah. He's ran out of the house. He's fucking bolted, right? And you and your brother just went, fuck it. <laughs> On his remote like, control car. <laughs> neither of you went, are you coming back? Let's... No, we did. We went, out, out, no, we went out helping to look. But after about half an hour? Yeah, because the, the problem was we had... In our area at the time. Yeah, but if somebody ran out of my house, I'd chase him and go, come on, I'm already fucking about. Where are you going? No, because I think it's it was one of them where he's run out of the house because all the kids were out in the street playing. Cause oh, you didn't really street, know what he was. He ran out and then it was like, fuck, he's gone. Because you look out there and everyone else out in the street, and like, anyone seen Lee? And it's like, yeah. no, like, fuck. And at the time in our area, because behind our race, we had these this like valley behind our race with these woods and then down the bottom was a big um, grass area and they went across into this park and there used to be this man so it was woods grass area park no it's, it's like, like, like that's a bad how things change and it's probably like buildings now no it's, it's all still there it's fucking oh, it? yeah it's nice and it was it was actually quite a nice place to play as a kid yeah, and all yeah, that. So, down in the woods yeah I was on a shit. fucking just a main road yeah <laughs> but um, so anyway there was this man in the area and he was he was obviously a homeless guy but he used to flash and shit like that and we used to call him the batty man <laughs> So you know nowadays, like those sort of people just get arrested and fucking done for child sex charges. Yeah. We used to find it funny, and we'd be like, "Oh, it's a party man!" And yeah. You fucking run, and like you find it funny. But the thing you're back on, it's not fucking funny. No, no, no. This guy's flashing yeah. kids. But anyway, yeah. when you're that kid, and then suddenly somebody disappears, you're I'm like, more worried shit. for Lee now. <laughs> yeah, you're Where's thinking Lee? shit. Yeah, party man's about. Plus, we had like a <laughs> mental bad. asylum over the back, where they used to let off a siren. When they were letting them out, so back then it wasn't like let them out, like as in so to go called, home, or no. So they were living in. Right? Oh, and they'd go out. Like for nowadays, a bit. they're not allowed to let them out without carers, and they'd have carers taking them out, wouldn't they? Back then, they used to just they used to be this like, like a gate opening, and it was like fucking Silent Hill. You just get oh, this fog shit. coming over, and then suddenly they'd be oh, like no, walking about the place. Fancy that behind me, but that was no. It's called Glenside Hospital, and there was this mental asylum there. And it was fucking horrendous. And you'd see people walking around. And it was like... Like, nowadays, if you saw them, even with a carrier, you'd be like, fuck, like, crossover the kids. Because yeah. any moment they could lash out. And you're talking about, like... Cause, well, like I said, having worked with, like, well, some mental health things, like schizophrenia yeah. and stuff now, well, my dad, I know that they can just fucking out. They can just yeah, change. Well, back in the late 50s, when my dad was a kid, two kids got murdered, babes in the woods. If you Google it, it was a thing called Babes in the Woods in Bristol. Yeah. And these two little kids got found dead... Behind the back of that mental asylum, um, and they reckon it might have been one of the people that lived in there, mm. like kidnapped these two kids and killed them. Like. But anyway, go back to that. So, um, of course, my mum was fucking fuming, right? So, Calf takes Lee and Lisa home, right? And then you know it's like fucking yeah. time to go to go time. Yeah. So me and my brother's like fucking strategic planning, right? So we're in the living room. Mum's like, oof. So she goes for us, right? And me and my brother like fucking up the stairs. Well, me and my brother in the back room at the time. I think it one of the birthdays or Christmas. We had one of those little snooker tables. Yeah. She's picked up one of the little snooker cues. Oh, yeah. So it's like probably... Whippy end. I don't know, three foot long. And it's got like the little fat end. Well, she didn't hold the... She didn't do the whippy end. She had it for the fat end. Like a bat. Like a bat. <laughs> she's fucking coming upstairs she's like we're under the quilt with the pillows and she's like bump bump and like every now and again she'd like whack it off the fucking yeah. um the bed frame like yeah you think of a fuck I like. mean my mum would be mortified if she well, she won't listen to this <laughs> she, she has listened to a couple but my mum watches these yeah this I know that's, why I, that's why I shouted out Val she, she don't you. I'd imagine she hates me she does she likes you she, she said she said you're funny but I've always thought my mum's a bit mentally disturbed so yeah she thinks you're funny. <coughs> Val knows. Val knows. Um, yeah, but she 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 cut me with a shoe. You know the he the not it weren't stilettos. My mum's never wore stilettos, but it was like a high heeled shoe. My mum's only ever wore stilettos. <laughs> That's the difference between Val and Karen. Um, and she she chatted. I think I've probably two steps up, and she's only my mum's like four ten. Maybe Te- no, not technically a midget. Then, she? No, she's close. Do you ever call her Warwick Davis? No, no. Because no. I, I, I knew my mum before Warwick Davis. I don't talk about it. Where are they? I said I knew my mum before I knew Warwick Davis. And I wouldn't call my mum Warwick Davis. I'd call Warwick Davis Karen, if anything. But whatever. So, um, yeah, she cut me with this ping. Right, but, ah, and honestly, it felt like somebody just put an axe 
and it, I was uh, and it, I was going up. You know when you feel like you're bleeding and you're melodramatic as a kid. Oh, yeah. I'm going down. <laughs> and there was nothing there. Again, she came up two minutes later. I'm so sorry, son. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Proper emotional. And I was like, it's okay, mum. Don't control yourself. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say that I'm a better parent, arguably, than my parents. Yeah. Thing. But I think that, that that's a general. I think with more information, more help, more yeah. whatever, it's just going to naturally get. But like, because I'm more, I, I, for example, as a man, then in this day and age, I'm a lot more connected with and and do things with them more than my dad ever did, and that's not a bad thing. You know, my dad's always been there, and if I needed him, and blah blah blah. But I'm saying, like, in terms of, I will take the kids to the park to the, and do things with them and, and yeah, activities, yeah. and we'll go out on days out. Where that weren't a massive thing when I was a kid. It was more like you'd be with your cousins, you'd go to yeah, one of the houses, yeah. and you'd do that. Now it's all about days out, activities, holidays, you know, going to the park. Like, but I'm more of a hands-on dad then, for example. I think, I think my dad, dad he was different to a lot of my friends' dads. Um because I'm a bit of a fucking know-it-all and I, I like history and I like... No. And I like, no, but I like history and I like learning about new stuff and all that shit. Yeah. That's because, like, Jade said to me, when I when I first met her and I was like, I took her around Bristol and I was like pointing out stuff that wouldn't be of any... Clifton Suspension Bridge, mind. Clifton Suspension Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> you showed her. Do you know, we're driving across now, Jade. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, have you heard of... Uh, Bruno, you get get out, get, get out and get off this bridge. Yeah, get out, jump off it. Suicide dare you. Yeah, um, but like I, I'll point out stuff. There's like a, no interest to tourists yeah. or anything. I'll be like, I oh, see that house there. That was that used to be a subway. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. but um, my dad used to because he was like a copper on the beat in Bristol, and he grew up in Bristol all his life. <laughs> you know. He had family that played for Bristol Rovers. Yeah, like he's, he's like embedded like, in the city. Yeah, like, it's like Bristol, you are Bristol with Bristolians. Bristol is in your blood. Yeah, you know, and you get some. I said that about Birmingham. We don't care. No, exactly. It's but, like I don't give yeah. a shit. And in some, in and there's a lot of cities across the country that that's exactly the same for yeah. them. They're like they don't give a shit that they're from X, Y, or Z. Londoners love that they're from London, though. That's the no. Fa- I'm from London, mate. East End. Oh, right, towards East End. Nah, they love they yeah. love the fact they're from London. They think they're there just because they're from London. No, I don't know if they love London. I think they love the idea of people knowing they're from London. There's a difference. Yeah. So just people to be from Bristol are from the capital. Yeah. So people from Bristol will sometimes go, Oh, I'm from the West Country. They won't say they're from <laughs> Bristol, but they will know every fucking thing about Bristol. Yeah. They will know the history about the buildings. They, it's Is Cornwall fucking... West Country? Or does that stop before well, it, they it is effectively, but they they want to be an independent country. Country? Yeah. Yeah, so they've got their own language. Kuro, oh, yeah, they've the got flag, a flag. The black, with, the the black white... with the white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, see, how, see how you can support yourselves now that you've got no EU funding for your farmers. Yeah. and you With are... global warming, the tide yeah. going back into St. Ives for about 48 years yeah. either. So <laughs> have fun swimming in that yeah. shit. But no, I do love Cornwall, though. Yeah. That. No, I do. It's probably yeah. my favourite my... place. In the... Well, you know when they filmed Doc Martin? Yeah. Um, my dad's friend, who was he was a copper with, he worked with him for years. A guy called um, John Cleave. You would have seen him. You know the film about the fisherman choir from Cornwall. Fisherman choirs. The choir. They were fishermen. It's called. It's um, a film that came out last year. Um, they made a film about this group of blokes in Port Isaac where they filmed Doc Martin. Nah. And they, they I've got seen something about guy blokes. What was that? Oh no, that was the fisherman queers. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what it was. Did you just not laugh at my joke? Oh, sorry. I was like, "What did you say about fisherman queers?" Yeah, never mind. It's gone now. Sorry, sorry. I'll share them. it with them. Thank um, you. Film about f- the fisherman choir. I said fisherman because for some reason Google doesn't understand. God save our oh, great... fisherman's friend. Yep. it was called. That was a tablet. I thought um, that was a condom when I was a kid. Nick Moorcroft, Meg. It's a right. So it's a comedy dra- drama about this group of guys, right? Yeah. So the people actually, it was about one of them. So it's Cornish fisherman from Port Isaac, right? Um, a friend of my dad. So this ex-copper, 
he owned a few properties down there. He yeah. retired down there. His mum and dad were from there originally. So we used to go down there every summer. Every holiday we had, yeah. we went to Port Isaac. And this yeah. was pre-Doc Martin. So the plate, it was like a quiet old fisherman. Pre-motorways. And... It took you 20 well, yeah. hours to well, get you, there. There's no motorway in Cornwall. They've got, they're the only county in the country that motorway. Don't you get off the M5 no, in Badmin? Or... No, you get off an exit, don't you? Oh, That's yeah. Devon. And then it's the A380 or the A30. Oh, yeah, he's fucking out road, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is like daft, because it's... Yeah, just I... extend the M5 and let us get there quicker. Yeah, say, say that, though. The A roads are just long fucking they are dual carriageways. Yeah. They're pretty much motorways. But, um, yeah, so anyway, we used to go down there all the time, pre-Doc Martin. Yeah. I fucking loved it. And, like, even now, like, when... I bet post-Doc Martin... What... Wait, the thing is, it's it got more touristy now. It's got more touristy. People go there to because like, of that. Yeah, because for some reason, it's big in Japan. You get a lot of Japanese tourists there. That's and strange. I, I've, it? I've seen it being filmed, and it's actually quite good. It was the first time I realised that stunt drivers or car scenes aren't driven. Like I knew, like sometimes you see them going along on the back of a trailer. Yeah. But when you see a car like slam its brakes on, and it's the actor in the front, yeah. you think, "Fuck me, they're about to teach him to drive." Yeah. But in Doc Martin, I remember seeing it. He had this like silver Lexus, and the hill is fucking steep and it's narrow as fuck. Yeah. So all the tourists are down this end, like they're right, everyone quiet, yeah. action, right? This fucking car is hurtling down. I'm thinking, Martin Clunes better be a fucking good driver because <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna shit. Because like, like, suddenly he fucking swerves around something, slams his brakes on, if somebody's crossing in front of him. And I'm thinking, like they're putting a lot of trust into this guy. Yeah. So anyway, next thing, like it goes right, cut. And of course, everyone's like, oh, well done, well done. He gets out of the car. The car starts reversing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Next thing, a guy gets out of the back. What it was, the guy driving it, the he's in the seat. The, basically, the passenger seat was cutting. The, the top part was there, so you could see it when you're filming. Yeah. He's led down, right, with a screen above him, driving the car. <laughs> fucking led down. Why? Because you can't, because insurance purposes. I'd put my trust in Martin Clunes <laughs> looking through a windscreen. There's some fucking dickhead no. lying down. And I'll tell you. Got to tell you, man. No. I don't care. Lewis Hamilton could have been in the back of that car if you're lying down. No, and I went to. Um, and after that, I went to a. Um, in Euro Disney, they do like a car show. Yeah. And they show you there. The, the training these guys go through is fucking unbelievable. Like it's just it's literally unbelievable. So you know Kit, you know Knight Rider. Yeah. That's that's the sort of shit. So when you see you see Kit driving along on its own, that's what they're Yeah, yeah. it's like led down and they're literally they've got the foot that's pedals. Since the late eighties, isn't it? Yeah, they got the foot pedals and they're just there with a screen. Like fucking is what it's like in the eighties. Like suddenly the camera cuts out like, what like the fucking fuck? Tetris like blocks. Yeah. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. Can't really see anything here. But yeah, in um yeah, fucking love Cornwall. Yeah. But now that was a big part of my childhood, Cornwall, every yeah. day as well, yeah. But, um, yeah, my dad used to, like, everything was about the history of stuff, um, just learning about stuff. Uh, you know, my mum done the parenting around the house and all that sort of yeah. shit. But also, my dad was very sort of DIY, because yeah. he was, like, an engineer and all that sort of shit. And my granddad was one of them, like, if you say, oh, should we get somebody in to do the decorating? It'd be like, you, you might as well have told uh, him. I'll do the decorating. Yeah, you might as well have said, actually, Gramps, the yeah. Germans won the war. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd be better off saying that. Like, Granddad, to I'm going to get someone to come into the decorating. Yeah. Have you won the lottery? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> no, I'll fucking do it. Because Jesus, it all came. I think what it was, I remember they always had the same ceiling in that house. They, it never changed, right? Yeah. And it wasn't Artex, it was wallpapered with this like textured wallpaper, mm. right? And it was just like a bubble effect. So, like, like Artex. But it was just bubbly. Yeah. So anyway, I remember him saying to me, from a kid, and he probably told me the story 40 times from when I was a kid to when he died. Mm. He'd always paint the ceiling, and you know, it always looked fresh, and the race always looked nice. But he went, uh, oh, um, your nan's cousin, so-and-so, he, he put that up when we moved in. I'm like, what do you mean put it up? He said, well, he came in. And, do you know what he used? Do you know why he's still there? He used flour and water. And I'm like, what else? No, that's it flour and water they'd be like what and it all t yeah yeah obviously you have to know the mixture because it don't work unless you know the fucking mixture yeah. he's obviously put something else with it but that was he was so impressed by that and i think he hung every fucking roll of wallpaper afterwards with that shit oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah until like obviously the the usual shit become yeah like, you know what talking about that like your granddad then i, I got on really well with my i never knew one granddad he was already gone yeah. and then the other one my mum's dad 
we was really close when I was young and, and then he died when I was like 17. Um, but he, like when you look now as a kid at some of the stuff he used to... Like there was, they're really like bad jokes. Do you know what I mean? Now I'm an adult and I look back. But like he used to, he used to always go, um, I can't do that now. I'm, I'm going to the duck do. And you what go, what do? Do? Quack. Yeah. right? And it was just that shit. But as a fucking six year old, you know, yeah. <laughs> he done a duck, yeah. he done a duck noise. But yeah. you know, like he had all them sort of really, yeah, you know, like dad jokes, just that yeah. sort of. But he was funny. Everybody, like you know, was very larger than life. I used to. It was really weird because I think where I grew up in Bristol, we had um, really strong national front element around yeah. where I lived, and. Like Bristol now, I think it's like voted one of the leftiest accepting cities in the country, right? And it is. It's a, it's a brilliant place to bring people up and what have you. But you're always going to have your pockets of areas where they're racist and all that yeah. shit, right? And I always remember that older generation, and my granddad was one of them. That nowadays, if if a thirty year old said, like now, if a thirty year old now said what he used to say. You'd be like, you should never fucking leave the house again. Yeah, like, yeah. seriously, like what the fuck? And like he was, I remember him talking because he grew up in an area called it was called the Dings. So I played rugby for the Dings, yeah. and that started off as a sports club, right? Just on the where the centre of Bristol is, there was like slums on the outskirts of it. And he was born in one of these slums. And when you look at old pictures of that area, because it was pulled down, it was literally like these brick buildings with no windows they were back to back yeah. have one room and all that sort of shit he was so he was born into some rough horrible shit. condition yeah. Like, yeah so probably the war was a fucking like the second world war was a fucking well, joy for at him. least there was a bit of warmth there yeah. it? like a bit of heat from the fucking bombs going off yeah um <laughs> fucking hell um but anyway so you know he was born into that sort of environment he was saying when he came back um one of his mates who was this boxer because we we used to one of our things we talk about sport because I was always like we said but I was sporty as a kid and he he loved all that he like swam for the county and all that sort of shit good footballer do you remember that hold on Every, everyone like granddads and my dad and stuff it was always number one in the county wasn't it I used to run for the county who does anything for the county anymore I know, but that's does not anybody, if, can somebody write in does anybody do anything for the county Rug, rugby still have county matches no I know but like javelin and that it's like oh, I was number one in the county or I doing, think they do it's I just not involved in it so when I was at school we <laughs> were still doing it I'm not at school anymore yeah maybe yeah. you still I don't yeah. know but and he, if they are at school they ain't watching this yeah so he was a, he was a marine my granddad yeah. and you know he was very he was proud I think he was proud of what he'd done in the war or the people he was with he was proud of but he never spoke about it yeah. never and it was only the last six months before my nan died and she died back last year back in February March last almost a year now um, that was the only time I'd ever heard her speak about the war so when I was a kid growing up she never spoke about it yeah. my other nan did but she didn't fucking shut up about it yeah. well, my mum's mum but then my granddad he died when my mum was pregnant with my brother who's four and a half years older than me so I never knew him like she'd tell me stories that he told her and that sort of thing um, but yeah like my granddad was then like oh there was this brilliant boxer um, Chalky that used to drink with us in the pub and he'd be like Chalky what was his real name and he'd give his real name I said why did they call him Chalky because he was black as the ace of spades and you're like fucking hell Chalky White so taking the piss but it was like oh do you know what I mean? Like, how racist... But, like, but I mean, I've heard that, you know, and again, this is a generation, but, you know, people used to say darky. Yeah, exactly. I, get, I kind of understand that, you know. All, yeah, it's wrong, but I... No. But, but chalky, is it just like saying the opposite there? Yeah. So, you know, chalky white, because, oh, you, you bloody hell, you don't know very well, you're chalky white. So that was... The, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you'd be like, imagine nowadays... Yeah. Like, you're working with a black guy and you're like, all right, chalky, you'd be like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Mm. So it's like... That's what I'm saying. So that older generation, and he, had, and he, and there was no malice behind it. He wasn't one of them old yeah. men that was sitting there watching telly, going, "Ooh, what the fuck are they doing over yeah, all that yeah. sort of shit?" Because you know he served on the front. You know, line. I think back at that time though, as well, it was that was that was happening when there was a change in the, the culture yeah, and people was coming from different countries. But like I said, I think so, in Bristol because Bristol was a port, you know, a seaport, and you know you'd have all ethnicities coming in from Bristol. Bristol flourished on the slave trade years ago. Mm. Which obviously is a really dark part of Bristol's history. There's buildings named after some of the slave owners. 
there's streets named after slave owners, you know, which there's been... Fucking other slaves get a mention in anything cool. Exactly. Yeah, the, the people fucking that built I'm it. Surely it's but, a knock, or just rename the fucking Yeah, but shit. one of the Bristol tour things, there's um a slave grave near by my mum's house and stuff, which is on one of the Bristol tours you can go on in that. So it's sort of acknowledged, but then you've got, you know, the first black mayor mm. was in Bristol. You know, stuff like that. So, the, so there is some put, like yeah. foot forwards yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and um, when I used to do the anti-racism work, I would stand up and we would talk about things you're proud of, things that you're not proud of, but what has achieved from it. And I would say, like, I, I, I used to have this picture that I put up. I'd say, does anyone know what it is? And it was, what would it be from Bristol? The Clifton Suspension yes! Bridge. Yes! Yeah. So there's a picture of the suspension bridge with the Concord flying over. Oh, it was yeah. in the Concord made in Bristol as well or some shit. Yeah. So it was, it was, well, it was a joint effort with the French, wasn't it? Mm. Fucking French. It's, it's acceptable to be horrible about the French, isn't it? For some reason. That's, this is why I don't get <laughs> it. I know. I don't get it. It's not acceptable, yeah. but it is. Um, I was just wondering, actually, then, do you think that we've done a podcast yet where you, where you, you haven't mentioned racism or slavery? I d- I I'm not saying possibly. it's not worth talking about. I'm just saying... No, but it, it does come consume... on, you're bombing me out a bit. No, I know. So anyway, let me t- no, let, I'll tell you the reason behind the story. But So I was talking about Bristol and mm. about how... So I, I would say anyone know what this is, and yeah. I think only twice when I've done it in schools did somebody say that's Clifton Suspension Bridge, and you're nowhere near Bristol. You know, yeah. one of them was in Essex, and the other one I was doing was up in Leeds. So I was that's like, odd that two school kids would have. Cause I yeah. wouldn't know what it looked like no. now. Um, but I think because it had the Concorde going over it, that was a, well, that was the last flight of the Concorde when uh, it flew over the bridge and then it came into land. It was the last ever flight, yeah. so that was like national news. Um, so I would say, you know. This was the first ever suspension bridge. Isambard Kingdom Brunel invented the suspension bridge. It was built here, blah, blah, blah. Then I'd say I'm proud of the Concorde because my granddad worked as part of the team that was on the development program for Concorde. You know, so you're really proud. I said, but you haven't always got to be... I said, one of the things we need to talk about and what is happening in society now with suppression of talking is that what else is that river? um, What does that represent? So people are like, well, it's a river going under your bridge. Yeah. It was also a gateway for the transatlantic slave trade. And everyone, it would just be like, you could hear a fucking pin drop. Yeah. And you're like, used to bring slaves up into this channel. And people would be like, what the fuck? And it's like, yeah, a lot of people profited. You know, um, one of the big houses in Bristol was then donated to the city of Bristol because it was made off of, money was made off of the slave trade. It was like, we need to give this back to the people sort of thing. But the one thing it's led to is this mixing pot of people you know, there's no people. Some some people will take this the wrong way. There is no positivity to slavery, no, yeah, yeah. right? But if you had to say find something, yeah, it would be that Bristol is this melting pot of carrier ships got bigger. No, that's not a good one. No, um, but Bristol has become this melting pot of people that you know. The right wing would say oh, it's a fucking lefty poncy city now. Yeah. So fucking what? It's a lovely place to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's it is a nice place. It has got diversity. It has still got its problems with racism. Yeah. But you know this, and like I said, it, I need to actually spend a bit. You know, because I've been there a couple of times, haven't we? For yeah, various things. But I've never really seen what's so great. I'm sorry, but I'll I'm do just, your, I'll do a Bristol tour. I don't get it. Yeah, we're going to can tour. we can we miss out the slave grave? And the buildings no, it's really by slaver. I don't. It's sad enough, is it? I, you know, I know. It's. A, I've seen Auschwitz. Like, there's, there's. It's. It's only going to be something that's upsetting. You like look that. like you've seen Auschwitz. Wow. You, know, you spent some time there, mate. No, no, no. No, that's. Uh, you did when you were. You weren't as heavy as. Okay, you are, so uh, that's it for parenting and. Um, <laughs> so, but anyway, no, we, we, are, we are going to have to wrap this up soon, though. I think. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. parenting. Bringing it back round to the start, would you say? You think it's better, worse, going in a good direction, a bad direction, or do you think people need to stop being so worried about the whole what's it and, and start being able to control and tell your kids? Because again, we didn't touch on this, which, but the whole fucking thing with you know the, the way kids are nowadays and the the lack of respect, the the, the, the you can you can go, go on all day long about what stuff's like nowadays, but do you think it's got anything to do with parenting? Yeah, so the biggest <coughs> the biggest factor on any child becoming an adult is what they were taught. Yeah? yeah. 
So a lot of people say, well, you know, kids are bringing too much work home from schools. Why are we having to do the teaching? Well, because you're a fucking parent. At the end of the day, you're the parent. Well, to be honest, that's what most people should think, though, isn't it? As a parent, you're the one who wants to teach your child the the most. Why would you be worried about teaching your child? The problem we have is the stifling of conversation around what is best for parenting. So I don't think children should be hit. At right? all, no, 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 no. Because I, all. I don't go around hitting adults. Yeah. Right. So why the fuck yeah. would I hit somebody who is infinitely to be, to, fucking to be, weaker? To be than fair, I am? yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. So that's the way I view I that. But when I say when I say sort of smacking, I kind of I'm I'm including like sort of you know grab grabbing by the arm, pulling, you know, sit there, don't move. Oh, that sort of moving the child away from something. Yeah, because a lot. I I picked Myra up before. You know, this is sides, but I picked her up and I, and I sort of plunked her down on the settee. We're on a you know a concrete surface. Correct. Plunked her down. I said, "Stay there, don't move." I walked. Alright, you'd have to put her down like that. Yeah, but you did and I was slam like, her. Well, I slammed her onto was the it, cushion. Was it like one of them whips you slam her down on the <laughs> yeah. just like that? Yeah. Fucking arms out. A people's elbow yeah. onto a fucking mattress. No, I, I just think, I think any sort of physical... Like, like becoming too remove... weak as a species, man. Yeah, yeah there, there is that. But, you know, I've, I've heard people speak about the fact that we're becoming softer. Right, and that's because we're not, regardless of what's going on around the world with wars and what have you, we're not in wartime. Yeah, we don't have so to. So tough situations yeah. create tough people, right? Tough people create tough kids, right? If those kids, to the likes of me and you, have grown up without them tough situations, you know, so our dads um, were at the back end of the rationing period, right? So they'd yeah. have had tough upbringings, yeah? Their parents would have known hardship. So our grandparents knew what fucking shit was. They lived through world wars, yeah? They knew what the bullshit was. We're now in a situation where we're not really worried for our safety. We're not. Regardless of what we say... like You know my rants I've had about Tory governments and all that sort of shit. The reality is... Times aren't as tough as people that it's live through It's probably the war. safest it's ever been it in is. many ways. Yeah. It's the I know the crime stats would say that's not true. Yeah. But with the way we report on crime stats are different than we used yeah. to. You CCTV, know, there's all these different... social media, everything. Yeah. You've got a quicker response. And suddenly it. you see it's all in your face all the time. Yeah, yeah. So when you would see something on the... Did it make the national news? No. Well, I didn't hear about that person getting beaten yeah. up. I didn't hear about this. Every single I mean, it's like a kid going missing now, and it years ago, you know, it'd be put what in on the news or on oh, a milk carton and that weeks and weeks. Now yeah. it's on social media for like twelve hours, and then they've they've kind of found the yeah. kid because it's thousands across the yeah. whole country. And so what's what's happened is, and and it's nice that nobody's had to worry. We're bringing up, we are bringing up a soft generation, you know. So it is up to parents to do that teaching. So yeah. teaching your kids self defense because if if the shit hits the fan. Yeah. This is the generation that are going to be fucked. Yeah. The generation we're bringing up, if some because you know the Russians and the Chinese are fucking going hard. Yeah, but they're all they, day. They're out hours a day training. Their, yeah, but they're training their kids. Yeah, but if you look at <laughs> so if you like, look at say Russia, a place like Russia and China, we talk about um, like China have got some advanced cities, you know, technologically oh, yeah, advanced yeah. and all that. But you know that's like say a hundred million people living in them cities that are advanced. They've got another billion people. Yeah, yeah. Same as India. India have got some advancement, and some of the richest people in the world live in India. They've also got some of the worst poverty. Yeah, they've got another billion people living in that situation. There's two billion people that live in fucking tough lives, right? Yeah. In Africa, there's another billion people living these tough fucking lives. Across Europe and across America, yeah, there's some tough places yeah, in but, Europe and America, but, but generally, scale. I, I heard Joe Rogan the other day. He said. Unless you can actually give me a word for it, it is the pussification of America, yeah. right? Making everyone pussies, right? Yeah. And I think this, what we call the Western civilization, so the likes of Europe or mainland America's, Europe, yeah. Americas, you know, um, those sort of these sort of places, because we haven't got it tough, and and people will argue that, and there there are people that are having it tough in this country. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but they're they're, they're like, tough. Is it? They're not like you just said. Then when you said about Africa, you've never seen a, a kid in uh, Detroit, r- broken down Detroit, drinking yeah. dirty water from a river. 
Yeah. But you see that in Africa quite regular because they haven't got access to the yeah. clean water There's supply. No clean water. And that's the difference. People that have got it hard in America or yeah. England, it's hard, yeah, and, and, and it's devastating yeah. and it's upsetting for you. Like, but, it's, but it's a different kind yeah, of hard. Yeah, it's like that kid's going to die of dehydration, but they can either die of dysentery or yeah. maybe they'll survive. So you've got a 50-50 with that water. Yeah. You let your kid drink it because you don't want them to die of thirst. Right? Yeah, so it's, it's completely Yeah, different. it is a different thing. So... These countries will always have this survival technique. They will always be able to survive this shit. Mm. Whereas the Western world will not survive the shit. Mm. There was a fucking nuclear holocaust tomorrow. The I'm ones, not eating that rat. Yeah, the ones that survive Go it. Go hungry then, bitch. You know what I mean? Because it's not... We talk about nuclear holocaust wiping people out. It won't wipe out all civilization. It'll wipe out your infrastructure. Mm. But it doesn't wipe out everyone. The people that will survive are the fucking hunter-gatherers that are still on Earth. Yeah. Those people living in tough situations that have to go day to day fucking trying to secure food for their kids and all yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? And that's and it's it needs to be opened up. The conversation about how to parent needs to be opened up. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Um it's always you can't do, you can't do. It's like well what can you do? And I know a lot of common sense comes into it, but you yeah. know, by by stifling the conversation around it, it's gonna end up but True. But. So uh on that nuclear bombshell Nice. We'll call it the day, I think. Let, yeah. let's, seriously, let's leave it there because that's the best thing I've ever said. <laughs> you fucking knobhead. Nuclear bombshell. Yeah, so you're a knob. We were talking about nuclear and then I said nuclear bombshell. We'll leave it there. Yeah, have you had, um, just before we go then, have you had much thought on the new challenge? Because obviously, um, new challenge. the pussification of your ability to fucking let's throw a punch. Say, well, your, yeah, we'll just have a street fight. If you want to just. What, what handed? Go now. I'll use wrist? my feet. You should. I didn't want your habit thinking kicking me before. Um, let's see you can run across the Clifton suspension bridge the quickest. I don't know. I'll throw you off the fucker. <laughs> <laughs> What's underneath it? Water, mainly, but the the banks of. It's not something you can jump off. You will die. Well, there has been a few people survive it, oh, but in no, a really not, bad way. I'm not way. willing to do it then. A really bad way. No, it's How not high some, is it? Um, the height of the, it's fucking high. When you get under it, you're like, Jesus Christ. Um, height of the Kitten Suspension Bridge. I was thinking... Like, Kittens? What the fuck? Seven, 245 feet. Yeah, it's too hard to jump out of there. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that fucks up. We'll have a think of a organs. challenge. Anybody wants to let us know of a challenge you think we should do, let us know. We'll um, pop some, that up on Instagram as well. Something that Matt can't pussy out of. Well, because let's not say... Come a on. bad wrist. Uh, well, oh, my no, wrist hurts. It, it's not just about that. Well, you're managing that, to fucking well, wank yourself off with it. I'm right-handed. Yeah? My left one's the one I broke. 12 years ago. 11 years ago. What are you drinking, anyway? My left hand cider. And why didn't you go for the... Um, the non-alcoholic? Yeah. Because I don't really see the point. Why? I don't get it. Non-alcoholic beer. What? I've gone for alcoholic wine. I don't, I don't understand why somebody would drink al- beer that's got no alcohol in it. It might be a bit like being wanked off by a man. It's pretty much the same, but you just don't want it to happen, do you? Well, I don't know. You might want it to happen if you're that way inclined. I'm just going to think <laughs> of getting wanked off by a bloke every time I drink a non-alcoholic beer. Nah. Is that you're going to start drinking it now? Then probably. <laughs> it's going to be my new thing. On that, um... don't chew down the microphone. You've told me about that before. Oh, it sounds yeah. like that. What's it called? SPR. Oh, whatever that shit is is fucking wrong. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your input yep. today and your um, insight into the world of Matt and his parenting and his violent, abusive behaviour towards his children and the fact that your parents that'll don't be, love you. That'll be fine. Um, until be next fine. time, buddy. Yep. See you later. Thank you all. Thank you. Bye-bye.